Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the St. John's County Show that's on in the morning. We've got a pretty amazing show here for mm-hmm. you today. i got to say, I'm very, very excited to uh, talk to our guests. We don't always have guests in on the morning show, uh, but when we do, it's uh, usually a, a big occasion. You know, except for when that sheriff guy comes in. I mean, he just comes <laughs> oh, in once a month. Oh, wow, two questions, yeah, six even, hours long. <laughs> we don't even ask him to come in. He just kind of shows up here. I, I know, know, right? <laughs> but what are we going to do? He's a sheriff. I know. Yeah, we still love him. I mean, yeah. you know, he's, he's that friend where you just got to kind of cuddle up. <laughs> so uh, we've got uh, Chief Chris Bassetti in here from uh, City Fire. We've also got Commander Nick Barrow in here uh, in studio with us, and they are going to talk about the amazing rescue uh, that they were part of of this 25-year-old boater over the weekend. Just an absolutely amazing story. Um, something that our, our whole community was rallied behind, and uh, we all breathed a sigh of relief after these guys and so many others um, pulled off this amazing rescue. So we're going to talk about what goes into an operation like that, um, what they thought their chances were, and just a whole lot more. We're just going to have a discussion uh about it but really excited to talk to these two uh two gentlemen um we've also got uh well we've got a lot to get to here today we really really do we've got uh we've got a couple of updates for you we've got an anniversary that blake pointed out i didn't even know this was an anniversary so we're going to talk a little bit about that it's your anniversary <laughs> and we've got our own theme song for it too, which yeah is i mean pretty it's amazing a, it's a very important yeah. song <laughs> And it was almost not on key. I know. Isn't that great? I love that about me. Flat off key. That's all you're going to get this week. Uh, and we got, we're, we're going to have some fun here this morning. We've got some uh, Florida Man Games announcements. Okay. So that's going to be great. Uh, very exciting. Before we get into all of it, uh, I will remind you that our friends at Bozard Ford Lincoln. Um, hey, 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 listen up, peeps. It's Millennial Day. <laughs> Don't sigh, Troy. It's Millennial Day. It's fun. As soon as you started, I was like, oh. <laughs> hey, 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 listen up, peeps. Bozart Ford Lincoln is at it again, celebrating their epic 74th year serving St. Augustine's awesome community. Uh, three generations deep. This crew knows how to grow and meet the three and a half generations deep. This crew knows how to grow and meet the needs of our community like no other. That just sounded a little dirty. Very not gonna lie. Deep. Yeah. 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 Deep and grow and right. Our minds are in the gutter on a Monday. Well we've got we've got professional lifesavers in studio. We need to really pull it in here, millennials. Here we go. We don't want to get them in trouble. No. Oh, the commander has just left. Oh, that's a shame. Disappointed. Uh, at the Bozar campus, just off I-95 at State Road 16. Their ride game is strong with fresh Ford and Lincoln inventory. This is the first time I've read this too, so plus a mind-blowing selection of pre-owned rides from all makes and models around town. Uh let's not forget their state-of-the-art service spots, <laughs> the quick lane for express service and parts and accessories, and Word on the street is mm. you got to hit up Ford's Garage while you're there no and sink your teeth into one of their legendary signature burgers, especially that dope Jiffy Burger, a.k.a. the 904 Now Burger. These guys got your back from delivering your new ride to your doorstep to offering mobile service for your whole company fleet. They've got you covered. Bozard Ford Lincoln's team is all about crafting a personalized experience just for you. So bring your fam and let their fam take care of yours. There you go. No cap. <laughs> there you go. Ah, thank you, sir. Millennial terms. Get it on the action. Bozard Ford Lincoln. They are driven to inspire. 
straight butt. That's groovy. Oh, wait, that's wrong. Oh, my God. Really? I don't know. Groovy. I don't know this stuff. He's doing too much, bro. All right. Also, big shout out to Finders Roofing, Great Expectations, Realty and Auction, Chiba Hot Toast and Sub, St. Augie's Pizza, BHF Insurance, Chris Lucero, Bail Bonds, Amara Mets, Bob Griffin Service, and the Classic Car Museum and Classic Eventage, who we will talk about in just a little while. But first, as usual, to my right, we've got uh, Troy Blevins. To my extreme right. Oh, my extreme. <laughs> For the first time in my life. <laughs> <laughs> to my extreme right, Davey Hartzell. <laughs> Back in the booth. I almost Blake. said Clay. Yeah. <laughs> it is my actual Blake son. Blake is, yeah, it is. Blake. We can't see back there, it's, it's, so it's, i got to remember on this day that I can see Blake's eye peeking through there. It's definitely different than Clay's eye. Right. Yeah. How are you guys doing? Hey, happy Monday. Yeah, well... Woo! According to comments, he did say it. You got, what are you guys it. doing in the comments? We got away with it. I got uh, away with it. I didn't hear it. Blake, he, he, I didn't, didn't hear, hear it. So it yeah. David didn't hear it. I gave the camera a look like, hey, guys, we just got away with it. But no. then you guys blew it. No, it's Bobby. So, yeah. Bobby really got you arrested Jeez, here. Bobby, yeah. You had to call man. it a groovy Monday, didn't you? Uh, yeah. I called it groovy. Yeah, but I did say Monday. Okay. Uh, well, I didn't we even hear it. I was over here writing. I know. We, we would have gotten away it. with it if yeah. it wasn't for that meddling Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> that meddling... Not I'll so... get you up and in your little dog, too! Not so much kid. <laughs> Question <laughs> Air of... Force guys. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Oh, yeah, yeah. Question of the day, All right. Question of the day. Question of the day is actually a, a two-parter. It's a yes and no on either one of them. Um, yeah. Is a hot dog a sandwich? Hmm. And is a Cuban a sandwich? Well, Troy, you look very short, by the way. How about oh, now? These chairs. <laughs> no, the, you're framed very short. Today. Yeah. I don't know how the framing changed. They must have had a very tall guy in on. Oh, it's Thursday. probably me. Uh, I don't know. Well, <laughs> yeah. David, you're very tall framed. So That's there it good. is. All right. The giraffe was in the seat. All right. So I'm sorry, Troy. It's a hot dog, is a hot dog a sandwich okay. and is a Cuban a sandwich? Cuban's definitely a sandwich. There's yeah, bread. I, mm -hmm. Hot dog has bread. Uh, I know. I knew you were going to go there, but, but they're both not, different shaped. It's right. It's not bread. Bread. It's a bun. Bun is different than bread. It's very similar in composition. Yeah, Cuban's like flattened and mushed out. I mean, isn't Give that me more your of definition? A, isn't of that sandwich. more of a panini? Uh, this is a tough question. Man. What is your definition of sandwich? A sandwich is. I mean, even if it's toasted, I have a question whether or not it's a sandwich. I mean, it's it's. A bread and whatever's in between. Just okay. bread. Webster's Dictionary says if the sandwich is because it's two or more slices of bread, Ooh. split, or a roll having a filling in between to fill. Or a roll. Or a right. roll. That, or a roll. That, may, that brings the bun into the possibility. But Ooh. who makes Webster's the authority, right? We're yeah. Millennial Monday. We I mean, have to I question mean, everything. <laughs> I didn't even watch his show. Uh. I don't know, man. You don't know what Webster the show. No, was. Webster. No. Oh, oh, Webster the yeah. show. Right yeah, stick with 80s. me. You're, yeah. you're, it's good, though. You're right. You're, you're right. You got one over on me. When I have to explain my jokes, it's a problem. Yep, it's not a good joke. <laughs> it's a problem. I <laughs> usually get them. I just our guest got it, it, but you yeah. guys. Webster, you just have to remember that's from the 1900s, technically. Yeah, right. Yeah. 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 And it said 19 right. on it. Uh, We're gonna open this question up to you guys as well. Yeah. Um, uh, so I'm so saying no and I, no. I will say yes on Cuban. No on hot dog. Although I can see how you could technically make a case for a hot dog. With it saying no, Webster sounds like it's saying yes. I mean, yeah. if this if that is the law, then I gotta say yes and yes on both. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm a law abiding citizen. Over what here. do you think, Blake? 
Uh, uh, for hot dog, yes. For Cuban, yes. Oh, yes. yes. He's going yes, yes and yes. Okay. He's going yes and yes. We're going to turn this over to our special guests here. We're going to introduce them a little bit early because we got to let them in on this question because this is honestly mind-blowing to me. Um, Chief Chris Massetti, Commander Nick Barrow. Uh, thank you, gentlemen, very, very much for joining us on this Good morning. morning. We appreciate it. Great for being here. Thanks. So what do you think? What do you think, guys? All right, so my daughters, I have my three daughters and my wife, they got into an argument Saturday at the beach over okay. this. Really? So, Okay. I had some pretty com- pretty compelling arguments, so I'm okay. going to have to go with the, both of them are a yes and yes. Yes, wow, and yes, yes and yes. Okay. okay. My oldest daughter, Adelaide, was explaining, like, how would you describe a hot dog bun? And at uh-huh. some point, you're going to say it's bread. Bread. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Sure. At some point. Commander, what do you think? Well, it sounds like Chief had a head start on me kind of thinking this through. <laughs> right. Sandwich is not really my area of expertise, but originally okay. I was... I You've was never had a sandwich. <laughs> 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 eating them, yes. You've never questioned the sandwich. sandwich. Yeah. There's actually even a human. Because who's not had a sandwich? <laughs> I was going to go yes and no until I heard the definition, so maybe mm. I'm on the fence on, on the hot dog. Now. See okay. how it's I can be convinced on... Uh, all right. This yeah, we're is... we're all over the board on the on the on the. I imagine the comments. we are. You know what I'd love to do is take it to Threads and take it up a notch and open yeah. it up to the whole community. What a <laughs> we great love thread. Great yeah. Threads is great. It. In all the metaverse. Thank I you. If, I don't know if Threads is still a trigger word for it. We did work last week. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Twice. Right. Yeah. Push. We, we just did. went up two viewers. It's yeah. great. See? Yeah. <laughs> Threads. Okay, man. I'll be looking for those comments later in the show. Uh, See how you guys decided finally. But first, it's time for a quick check of the weather, Troy. It's going to be nice. That quick check of the weather brought to you by Great Expectations Realty and Auction. They can sell your home, your business, and everything in it. Check them out at geauction.com, gerealty.us. We now go to Blake Blevins for our mystery traffic report. We have no idea where we're going. Blake? It's a little bit backed up. Hey, look at that. Okay. He's got the he's got the traffic cam working again. Wow. Oh, That's it's good. slow. Yeah. Well, there's that slow. major accident on 206 and 95 South this morning. A semi-truck went through the guardrails. Uh, yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, so it's pretty messy. All right. Well, thank you, Blake. Stay off 95. As there always. Ah, don't tell the semi-trucks that. Yeah. Semi-trucks Semi's stay out there. Yeah, that's your yeah. spot. Yeah. yeah. Your makes, it, makes it tougher for us to drive when they get out here on US-1. Uh, speaking of staying in your lane, not really. <laughs> Get ready to level up your rejuvenation game in a Marvel Med Spa. All right. Why are you shaking your head, Troy? This whole millennial <laughs> stuff. <laughs> Where science vibes with total tranquility. Totes. Totes tranquility. There you go. Troy jumping in there with some millennial terms. I'm so proud. These guys got some next level treatment that'll take you to a state of pure bliss. Mm. And their radiant skin facials will totally unleash your natural glow. Because your natural glow, glow is leashed right now, by the way. <laughs> and it's all about that perfect combo of wellness and beauty, baby. Mm-hmm. Amara Med Spa is where it's at. For Check sure. them out online at theamaramedspa.com and unlock your most beautiful you. There you go. You're true. All right, very special guest here in studio, uh, Chief Chris Bassetti. Commander uh, Nick Barrow from the U.S. Coast Guard, uh, chief with the fire department here, of course. Um, welcome in again, guys. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you guys for being here. Um, wow. Uh, what amazing news we got over the weekend uh, after you guys were, mir- I'm going to say miraculously, able to track down 
uh, this missing boater who was, as we just learned, in an eight foot, an eight John foot John boat. boat. Yeah, when Nothing. I saw the picture, it didn't look like they, it was saying twelve in the report. Yeah, and they confirmed it was smaller than than yeah. the twelve foot. I was like, it looked really short. So when you guys, uh, what is the procedure when when you guys get a notification like this? Hey, we've got a missing boater out at sea. What does the mobilization of your efforts look like in the very beginning of something like this? So, yeah, so from our standpoint, so we're kind of in St. Augustine. It's kind of a no man's land for Coast Guard. Unfortunately, we're directly in the middle of two stations that come to us. Hmm. Um, so we we work really hard. Um, our partnerships in the area are incredible between St. John's County Fire Rescue, St. Augustine Fire Department, St. Augustine Police Department, St. John's County Sheriff's Office. Um, All of which FWC. we wish we could have fit in the studio this morning. I know. I wanted to <laughs> overrun the studio. Yeah. Yeah. We I'm wish sure. we could have had everybody in Pete studio. Pete said this no, and I was like, well, we're going to bring them in. Well, <laughs> well, we called the amphitheater. They're like, no, nah, it's, it's maxed yeah, out. It's no, maxed yeah, out. okay. So, um, yeah, getting everyone up and running. Uh, Josh Bellini from St. Dunn's County Fire Rescue, the Marine Rescue side, he did a fantastic job of getting all the right resources coming and kind of laying the foundation to make this a successful event. Because um, there are times that Coast Guard shows up or, you know, more and more assets show up and you have to undo a lot of things that didn't go right initially. And he just did a really good job of setting that up. So mm. we were able to pile a bunch of boats, uh, three um, aircraft as well, FWC's fixed wing and then Sheriff's Office helicopter. And then one of the Coast Guard helicopters came. Wow. And we had nine boats searching within the first probably 30 minutes or so. Did you guys have any rough idea? Because from what I understand, he hadn't told many people he was going out. I mean, did you guys have any sort of idea of the search area that 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 you were canvassing? Yeah, the family kept telling us that he stayed really in the salt run area. So hmm. we threw all of our assets at that because you can't rule out, you know, did he have a medical problem? Did he fall overboard? You know, mm -hmm. There's so many things you have to consider, you know, to just a, a wave come. We had that storm that came through Friday afternoon. Yeah. So there was a lot to kind of weigh out. But we, we really focused our efforts there. There's a lot of little creeks and cuts back there that are really shallow. So we, we checked all those out, and that's kind of where we started. And just to maybe add just a couple couple additional points, I, I would agree with your characterization of Miraculous. It was it was a great outcome. Uh, Charlie, yeah, was in, Charlie was in a tough spot out there, and it was it was really great to uh, uh, to, to uh, find him and, and, and bring him back to his family before our search area um, got got very large, very fast. You know, search areas don't get don't get smaller over time. Right. Uh, I would agree with the chief uh, wholeheartedly that that the interagency teamwork that that exists here and the proficiency and and, and capability um, and partnership in the St. Augustine area um, with with the local uh, agencies is just not replicated in very many places out there. Mm -hmm. So we're really really fortunate uh, to to have uh, the professionals um, that 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 that, uh, that uh, do a great job here here in St. Augustine. Uh, so when the when the call initially came in, we, we we first got notified just before 5 p.m. on on Friday, okay. um, and we had a, a lot of unknowns, right? So we didn't know exactly when he launched his boat. We didn't know exactly where he was going. We didn't know when or where he he got into trouble, mm -hmm. uh, if at all. Um, but what we what we did know is where he typically operates, as the chief said. You know mm -hmm. that, that information we were getting from the family, which was the salt run in the marsh the marsh areas, but. We only had about three hours until sunset uh, at the time of our initial notification, mm. uh, and so we we really launched the world, um, both both Coast Guard and, and and all of the local agencies, and, and really hit it hard, hit it fast, um, and uh, uh, really focusing on our our theory number one, which was 
uh, in the salt run area or the or the marshes. After about three or four hours of, of a really thorough and canvassing search and not finding anything, a boat or Charlie, uh, we, we really started to uh, rethink some of our initial assumptions and, and, and start to move into theory number two, which is hey, something bad happened and maybe he got swept out of the inlet. Uh, so that's where our, our focus started to shift overnight and into mm. the morning on Saturday uh, with, with primarily aircraft, but also boats uh, at sea, uh, which, which uh, you know, ended up finding them. Mm. Yeah, well, and, and that was my big question. When I saw it, I was like, is he taking this thing out in the ocean? Yeah, like what did happened? It, was he, did he actually take it out in the ocean or did he get pulled out into the ocean? I mean, that was, I mean, that was my question as somebody who's, who's been in that area, and it can be really rough in that inlet. So what, what, what was, how, how did he get to that point? So I got a call from him last night. So I was able to talk to him around okay. eight o'clock last night. And awesome. I wanted to make sure his story was, you know, presented correctly. So um, he was out just at the, at the tip of the jetty there and he was fishing there. And um, his, uh, he said that a wave kind of overturned him around mm -hmm. 4 a.m. So that would be 4 a.m. Friday morning. And um, he tried to get his boat back overturned, all of his, his life jacket, his phone, his flares. He had everything that he needed to be oh, out in wow. the boat. So, you know, he was a prudent mariner. Like he, you know, the boat was a little small, depending on who you ask. But, mm, yeah. you know, for what he was used to, and he's done this hundreds of times. That's what I was wondering. Yeah. Yeah. For him. Um, but he realized he could not swim. He couldn't make the swim back to land. So he decided to stay with the boat, which um, I would say is probably what ultimately saved him, is that he made that wise decision to stay with the vessel, even though overturned and then once he rewrited it uh, the storm came through in mid-afternoon mm. and that flooded the boat and he said every time he would try to get some water out of it that the next wave would kind of tip the bow and it would fill with water again so wow, Got it. wow. couldn't uh, couldn't catch up after that jeez now <clears throat> i gotta ask you guys a tough question um and because I know you mobilized every effort possible, you did everything you possibly could from the get-go. In the back of your minds, are are you guys thinking you're going to find this kid in the very beginning? Are you guys thinking this is going to be a successful mission? Um, I mean, you're obviously going to do everything you can along the way regardless. But geez, in your head, what are you thinking the chances actually are? I guess it's always in the back back of your head, you know, moving into into day two. But we we search um, we search as long as we have hope of finding somebody yeah. out there. And so we we were all in um, until until the the end until until finding him. Um, you know, throwing everything that we have available uh, to us. You know, the aircraft coming out of Clearwater, Florida. We had boats coming out of Mayport uh, to the north, and, and obviously we had the, all the local agencies here uh, as well. But um, we we still had strong strong hope and, and confidence that if if he was out there. Um, in our search area, we, we would find him. Um, but as time goes on, uh, again, search areas don't get any smaller. Uh, right. So uh, as we were going to be moving throughout the day on, on, uh, on, on Saturday, um, you know, I, I think our, our, we would have been getting a little bit more, more nervous, you know, about, about potentially uh, not, not finding him. I hey, what hour would that be like? Uh, I know at some point it becomes rescue becomes a recovery. I mean, I know when, when we have, possible drownings out at the beach and stuff like that. And Chris, you know this, uh, at some point it goes, all right, now we're looking for the refloat. Mm. At what hour would that have been where it had been like, okay, well now, now we're, now we're in a really bad situation. Sure. I mean, is it 48 hours or is it, 
you know, is it three days? What's what's the number that's kind of out there for you guys? It's really case by case. I know it's not a super satisfying answer, but it, it really it really is. It's really hard to put put a specific uh, number on. There's there are a lot of variables that go into it. Mm. Um, the, the the confidence level in our our own search that we're searching in the right area with the right things at the right time. Uh, what, what a person is wearing, their, their own survival and safety equipment on board. Unfortunately, in this case, uh, he didn't have anything left available. Everything had been ejected. Got washed away. Um, with, uh, with the boat. Um, but ha- having not, not having life-saving life equipment on board, life jacket, that sort of thing, that plays into those variables, survival models that, that we use as, as a, um, a, you know, a, a variable that, that we consider um, in, in those equations, too. And, of course, here in Florida, with with the warm water, um, folks folks can can stay out there for for quite some time. But without flotation, it's and it's, he was in the water thirty six hours. How long was he in the water? Uh, right around thirty, right from four a.m. And was he treading water most of that time? I mean, because you read the reports and and they they pretty much say he was treading water the whole time he was out there. So uh, from talking to him, it was kind of back and forth. He would tread, try to get some water out of his boat. Okay, uh, now when it first capsized, of course he had to tread sure um but he would try to get some water out and then um he um he said he was getting visited by probably every shark <laughs> i can't even imagine Ooh. i can't even say nothing was aggressive but they all you know he was the only floating thing yeah. Yeah. Box, yeah. So, um so he would get into the boat and sit on top of it and they would start to take on some more water and so he would kind of play that game back and forth all the time. <sighs> thank goodness he was 25 years old and seriously yeah was not a boomer yeah. Yeah. <laughs> see, I see where you were going. Yeah. With that. <laughs> 25 years old. So, like, what is his personality like now? Like, how is he feeling? Like, is he, was he jipper on the phone with you or was he a little bit more reserved, a little bit more scared? What, what do you think? So, he's, uh, he's healing up well. He was in good spirits, you know, incredibly grateful for everybody for the, the prayers, the support, the cool. rescue efforts, you know, everything. Um, but he's, he's feeling good. He has a, pretty good sunburn like he looks like he's wearing your shirt oh yeah <laughs> i can't even imagine <laughs> yeah that, some jellyfish stings and he yeah. was okay with us sharing anything that, that we wanted to with it but um but yeah he's doing well he's um you know still kind of healing up from the ordeal and um he's doing doing really well that's got to be one happy mom and dad just, right now yeah like what a blessing yeah i mean <laughs> i just can't imagine how dehydrated you'd be just out there just right i mean you're just bacon and yeah. salt oh yeah 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 yeah, man. I'm yeah. about three minutes in. I'm like, I got to go in. Yeah, me I too. I got to ask how relieved, because uh, uh, I'm sure many people out there watching have seen the pictures of uh, the fire department attending uh, to him when he got back to shore. I mean, uh, how much of a, an emotional moment was this for you guys yeah. to be able to find this young man and, and bring him back home? So we were um, we were over at uh, Lighthouse Boat Ranch where we had the command post set up. So we had pretty much a, one representative from every agency helping coordinate and conduct the searches. Um, now, keep in mind, we're just the, you know, the, the white shirts that are standing on while, while the real men and women are doing the searching, the dirty work, and, you know, getting all that, the real job done. But, um, you know, we were trying to figure out what our next step is and how we're going to search next and what's our next patterns. Um, I think it's really neat, our partnership with the, the Coast Guard, because I, I bet we spoke on the phone 25 times throughout this and making changes and doing different things until he got down. So, um, but it's, uh, you know, just, uh, you know, incredible to see all that, that play out. Yeah. So how far out was he? How far had he drifted away from shore at the time when you found him? It was about 12 to 14 miles wow. off, offshore. Um, and it was, uh, 
he was found kind of the, the farthest or yeah, almost the farthest northeast portion of, of our search area you know, on one of the final legs of that that particular C-130s uh, assigned search. Um, but he was he was he was out there and, and a, a pretty bad spot to be in in a in a swamp eight foot skiff without a life jacket on for sure. It's that, like a needle in a haystack for real. It really I mean, is. I, mean, I, 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 I was thinking when when I asked the question, I was thinking it was like two or three miles, which is still way yeah. out there. Yeah, but we're talking twelve or fourteen miles, and that's so it's not just twelve or fourteen miles straight out. He was also about thirteen miles north of the San Augustine Inlet. Mm -hmm. Wow, where he got pulled out. So wow. That's a, big area when you break that down so mm -hmm. they, but you guys had a pretty good idea which way the drift would be right we did yeah. yeah so that's thank goodness he was right right within our our, our simulated drift um drift uh, and and our assigned search for the c-130 so it really validated for us that that our, our systems in this case were were working and mm -hmm. we had we had really good confidence in in the products that we were seeing that were informing some of that that offshore search effort Fortunately, he was still west of the Gulf Stream, um, but but heading that way, and you know, once you get in the Gulf Stream, you're, you're going north uh, two two to three knots. Um, and uh, like, like I said, search search uh, areas don't get smaller over yeah. time. And, mm -hmm. um, it's like what happened with those two. Remember about a year and a half ago, those two kids down in Jupiter Island or Inlet, mm -hmm. and it was seventy miles off of the coast, like incredible, and they, you could never find them. So I mean, this could have been such case. a tragic story, but amazing job, guys. Thank you. Yeah, this is this is really, really incredible. And I, I just can't stress enough. And I mean, you guys know better than anybody out in the middle of the ocean when you're on a helicopter. I mean, even even just seeing this little blip out there in the water, it, it's got to be so it's, it's just got to be almost impossible. I mean, it's just got to be almost impossible. It really is. The, the footage that you see on 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 tv from the c-130 the, the camera as it pans out you really get a sense for just how how hard it is to find things on the yeah. water so what i would say you know in this case Char charlie had a bad day he, he lost all of the, what safety equipment he did overboard uh, unfortunately um but you know at the, at the end of the day I, I think this is a good reminder to everybody um, out out uh, on the water that sometimes bad and unpredictable things happen and so uh, the easier you can you can make it on yourself to alert emergency services that you're in trouble, um, the better. And and the easier you can make it to um, signal to us when we're out searching for you, um, whether that's a visual distress signal, some sort of uh, personal locator beacon, um, you know, those sorts of safety equipment. They're they're there for a reason. And yeah, we're seeing fishermen with like bracelets now. They give out a, like a signal and things like that. I mean, that kind of technology is kind of being introduced. There's and a lot of tech out there um, for for sure in the in the public safety, boating safety uh, realm, and um, would would really really encourage folks uh, taking to the water to to do what they can to just again make make it easy to communicate mm. the stress uh, to yeah. us to the locals. Um, and and when we're out searching for you, easy. To, to get our attention because it is really, really difficult, especially in, in an offshore environment to, to mm -hmm. find, find somebody out there. Yeah. And I, I think adding to that, having some sort of float plan to where you just leave a note or text a friend or, you know, Hey, it's midnight. I'm going to go fishing in this area, or, you know, this is where I'm going to be. I plan to be back at X time frame. So uh, you know, that, that gives us at least a general idea of where to start. So. Even like what a, a post on social media might might not even be a terrible thing, sure. right? Just yeah. something to let somebody know right. where you're going, what area you're going to be in. Um, gentlemen, thank you guys so much, not only for joining us here in studio, but but for all your efforts um, in saving this young man. Great job um, for all your efforts that you do each and every day um, for helping folks in our area and. Um,
This is just amazing. I got to give a huge shout out to uh, you guys. Please let us know any other agencies we need to shout out here because it's obviously not just you guys. There were teams and teams of people that made this happen. Yeah. And that's, that's really, I think why it happened because if you take any of those agencies out, then Coast Guard has to come back and duplicate those efforts closer to shore instead of being offshore. So uh, it's definitely kind of like that football game analogy where, you know, the running back doesn't get the ball or the touchdown every time. Sometimes he's the, you know, running that. Somebody's got to block. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, well, and one thing I wanted to leave you with was uh, what Charlie told me last night. Um, he said, just share with everybody that no matter how bad things get, never lose your faith in God. Mm. And it'll pull you through. So that was uh, pretty amazing. To share that That's very powerful. Yeah, very Absolutely. cool. Char- Charlie, God's telling you to get a bigger boat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. God bless well, uh, that family. Yeah. Gentlemen, thank you guys again so much. Thank you to your crews and thank you to everybody involved in this in this rescue mission. Very just unbelievably amazing. Because of you guys' this hard work. Great privilege to do it. Thank yep. you. Awesome. Thanks, Ted. Wow, man. Yeah. Wow. Um, Major. <clears throat> boy, when you get an alert like that, that that somebody has gone missing in a boat that small. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just hopes are not always high, man. No. So I mean, we've heard it time and time again. People get yeah. lost out there. It is a huge, huge yeah. entity. <laughs> so, and, I, and I know so Charlie's awesome. dad. And, and oh, I, yeah? I, I mean, I just can't even imagine oh, I know. what it, what it would be on. like. I mean, it's close to Blake's age. And I, said, I, can, uh, I can't even imagine. He said yeah. he's never going to play the lottery ever again. He feels like he won his the lottery by yeah. just getting his kid back. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Amazing. Hug your kids, man. Yeah, mm-hmm. major. Hug your kids. Always, always, always. Yeah, but I mean, you know, he's done it so many times. I mean, I'm sure there yeah. was zero fear of the family of where where he was at, and you know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I I just didn't understand, you know, and I'm glad I found out he was on the point, which could happen. It gets rough right there really quick. Yeah, so uh, just amazing, man, just amazing, and uh, just news that I am we're all very very glad to report yep. on on yeah. a Monday morning for sure. Uh, news that we're not having to report on on a Monday morning is gas prices. Oh, man. Yeah, they are not going down. Uh, if you guys are seeing good prices for gas, please drop those down there in the comments and help us all. Please. Help us all. Jeez. The Sunoco out there at 450 South Ponce are at 379 379 Seems to be the going rate for a gallon this morning mm. in most places. Same with the Sunoco at 2199 North Ponce. Same with the shell, all the shells, uh, 2350 North Ponce, 146 King, and 216 Ponce Leon Boulevard, all at 379. Same with the Owens, the Mobile and Circle K, the Sitgo at 1099 South Ponce, and the Gate, of course, Mizell Road, 389. Oh, luxury. You just have to be 10 cents higher than everybody else. Very fancy. I don't get it. Triple distilled. (laughs) Something. Did Did we get a Costco or Bucky's report yet? Uh, 359. Three fifty nine. Not worth it. Not really worth no. it. <laughs> you got to get the membership. Yeah, right. You got to get that membership too. You got to factor in the cost of the membership with that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. Well, if you go to jail for any reason, uh oh, stealing gas, uh, ciphering, <laughs> punching somebody at the gas station because you're mad at the price of gas. None of this you should do. By the way, Violet. Captain Jack just sent in from uh, Bahamas. 665. Oh, that just made me Jeez. be a blessing at 379. Ow! Ow. Wow. Diesel's at $8. Uh, yeah, yeah. Wow. The commander's saying out in California we're almost at 7 bucks. Uh, not quite. It was last year. It was, it was uh, 
Oh, okay. A few months ago, yeah. Okay. With the last. He's got uh, it. Uh, Commander, you just came here from California. You you're literally have only been here like three weeks, I'm right? Guy. Yeah, less than a month. Wow. Just, just transferred out. Welcome to paradise. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. Again, if you get in a fight at the gas station for any reason, Chris Lucero Bail Bond's going to get you out of jail. Uh, easiest number in the game to remember, 904-822-BAIL. 904-822-2245. Our friend Chris Lucero wants to get you back to your regular life. Get you out of get you out of the Hardwick Hotel. Great human. He's seen it all. You can trust him. Just give him a call. That's right. Um, eight two two bail. All right, we got some live music happening today and tonight as well. Jim Lamb at the Milltop Tavern at noon. It's not a Monday until we have Jim Lamb. Correct. It's a blessing. Brett Blatch here at Tradewinds Lounge at one o'clock. I hope uh, I hope Jim Lamb's clipping all of these clips of us praising him for real. Uh, he needs to be using that in a promo reel or something. Josh Hennessy Worthy at the Milltop Tavern at 4.30. Mark Hart at Tradewinds at 5. Bill Sabo, O.C. White's at 5.30. And the band that we are questioning if they even They don't exist. really exist. I don't think uh, they I do. don't think so. Tradewinds yeah. at apparently 9 o'clock. I think it's all just... show was on aliens. I, I think I got a better chance of seeing the aliens. Oh, than I okay. Well, hey, man. You know, the U.S. government... They love aliens now. They're telling us uh, the U.S. government is saying that aliens exist. They, I don't think they use the word that, of that, though, right? You right. Know, no. They're, they're, they're word. using very like, vague unidentified. Language. They're Fluff. using language that could basically say there was mildew on the non, craft, and we don't believe it's from Earth. Non-humanoid. <laughs> right. Non-humanoid. That's the word. Yeah. It's just like, <laughs> people don't really trust these announcements. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, you know who you can trust? Our friends at Griffin Service. Oh, the best. Uh, keeping your home comfy is their number one goal at Griffin Service. They're all about that AC, plumbing, and electrical services, and they even hook you up with cool stuff like standby generators, water softeners, and cast work. They're where it's at for free service calls and upfront quotes, so you know what's up from the get-go. Get ready for speedy, friendly, and budget-friendly service seven days a week. Hit them up, 904-500-2653, or check out griffinservice.com, no S, griffinservice.com, and see the amaze difference. Amaze. Oh, there was a new one. All right, we've got a great, uh, <laughs> we've got a great moronic Monday. Oh, good. Great job on this, Blake. Um, and it's got me ready to book a trip to Vegas. Oh, okay. got me ready to book a very expensive trip to Your Vegas. Your comeback tour is coming up. Well, <laughs> comeback is going to have a whole new meeting when you hear this story, Davey. It really, really is. <laughs> really, really is. <laughs> you, play, you played right into that. <laughs> you oh, played man. right what into that. Thank you, Davey. sir. Yeah. Gosh, thank you very much. That's gonna just going to sound great when I give you the headline here. But uh, before we get to our moronic Monday, I will remind you that fight is roofing. Uh, listen up, fam. Hurricane season is in full swing, and it's prime time to get your roof checked out. Y'all don't want to wait till a hurricane hits, and you got to fork out a hefty hurricane deductible for the damages that were already there, right? Hey, these guys have been repping the local scene for a solid 15 years. And best part, every single one of their crew lives right here in St. John's County. Talk about staying true to the hood. <laughs> Thanks, wow, AI. That's great. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's their official slogan, staying true to the hood. Well, yeah. you know, St. John's County. Don't sleep on this. Give them a shout right now, 904-355-ROOF. Low-key, they do papers. Yo, and gutters. Boom. I kept it low-key. Yeah, you did. <laughs> All Smooth right. operator over there, Poppy. <laughs>
Here we it's go. That. It's that. <laughs> Get it all out. You're doing great. You're doing great. You're good. I'm waiting for you. All right. Couple rents $1,000 private jet to join the Mile High Club. Oh, man. <laughs> this is let's gross. Get, let's get it. Hey, you're the one who. Clean it up. <laughs> we're blaming all the dirtiness on you, Davey. Uh, A couple has taken their family to uh, their. Not their family. <laughs> not their family. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's going to watch. What is this? A christening? I mean, what is this? <laughs> this just changed. <laughs> Major. A couple has taken their fantasies oh. to new heights. Quite literally by renting a $1,000 private jet to fulfill their dreams of joining the Mile High Club. For three minutes. For, well, <laughs> well, the concept of the club typically involves discreet uh, acrobatics within cramped airliner restrooms. <laughs> this couple opted for a unique option that uh, caters exclusively to these endeavors. The company is providing its unconventional service and it's aptly named the Love Cloud. Situated wow. in Las Vegas. So this is the deal. You you basically get to rent this plane specifically to join the Mile High Club. So dope. This is what this service offers. Do you get a certificate after completion? You know what? That's a good like You've got to prove it. Where's the receipts? That's a good question. Well, there's a TikTok video. Oh. And whoa, 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 whoa. We can't show that. <laughs> Blake, please don't pull that out. No, we can't show that. The TikTok video provides a glimpse inside the plane featuring a spacious interior equipped with a large mattress. Pillows and two seats. Plush. Wow, this is actually want to bring a few people along. What if they're not your conventional folks? God. Pineapple mile high. I know, right? That should be the logo. (laughs) Just a big upside down pineapple on the uh, side of the plane. (laughs) Drive through twice. The company providing this, uh, oh no, we already went there. Um, likely for, they say, likely for takeoff and landing, concerns about pilot distraction due to potential noise were addressed. (laughs) The pilot really, the the pilot should know. Yeah. The pilots wear noise-canceling headsets. Of course they do. Of course. No, they don't. <laughs> Ensuring privacy for passenger, passengers indulging in their in-flight romance, this they is, say. Mm. <laughs> the, Love Cloud, the Love Cloud website describes the aircraft's lavish setup, wireless sound and light systems, red satin sheets. I almost read that as red stain sheets. <laughs> <laughs> That's... The letters are all the same. That's, that's a whole different That's the way experience. the dyslexic guy would have read it. I know, right? I mean, everybody's got their own. Yeah. That's the way the dyslexic guy would have read it. Uh, pillows for various positions, cushions, and custom-made mattresses to enhance comfort. I would want a fresh mattress on every plane. <laughs> right? Good boy. God. For $1,000 a flight, they can buy a new mattress for every flight. Get an air mattress. Oh. Uh, let's see. After the adventure, passengers. This is a whole here you go, Davey. Passengers receive a certificate. Oh, okay. Confirming their membership in the Mile High Club. Can we just buy that well, on eBay and say we did it? You probably can. <laughs> buy it at Walmart. What happens if they get up there and the dude can't perform? Right. Is there a re- <laughs> <laughs> Well, they the woman's be- probably asking for a lot of things. Right. Right? You know, she's probably asking for a few things. Sure. Uh, they uh, the aircraft maintains an altitude of about one mile above the desert, <clears throat> ensuring an undeniable membership to the exclusive club. Mm. They say, however, this unique service offers a new twist on the concept. One that hopes the aircraft. Uh, one hopes that the aircraft receives. Through cleaning and sanitation. There you go. Between uh, passengers' escapades. Okay. So, so there is some cleaning and sanit- sanitization. Okay. Some. Some. <laughs> Probably not enough. 
Probably not enough. Yeah, <laughs> but that takes away the whole adventure of it's trying to join the club. It's a little plane, too. It's not big. You, I mean, yeah, it's gotta be. You're buying your way into the club. Come it's, on. You gotta, you you gotta, you gotta, be, you gotta well, be sneaky about it. If you're buying a plane ticket, you're still buying your way into the club, regardless. You gotta pay yeah, to be in the Mile You gotta be sneaky club, about it. You gotta, you gotta That's do part some of the strategy. Fun, though, right? Isn't it the you gotta, you gotta have a strategy. And, right. Yeah, I mean, when, the, when the flight attendants pass with the cart, then yeah. one person goes, and then the other person goes when nobody's looking, when there's nobody in the back there. Or you, or you just... Under those covers. Thought of Mencomal right, right in the that's clouds. What, you got to bring a cover on the plane. Yeah. Like, hope, that's, hope that's no one's sitting beside you. Yeah. <laughs> going to be awkward. Yeah. Them. You got to buy all three seats. <laughs> you got to buy all three seats. <laughs> then you should probably buy all three seats on the other side of the Cover aisle. everything no. with plastic. Really have the lights money. are out. No one knows. <laughs> I mean, uh, you know. Oh, my grandmother's rolling in her grave. The thing <laughs> is that people aren't... The thing about being on a plane is people really aren't concerned with what's going on mm -mm. outside of the road directly next to them, right? Mm -mm. You can't really see. You can't really... Yeah, you're blocked off. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The love so, cloud, huh? The love cloud. Mm. <sighs> Bobby says, just go to a Denver hotel. Yeah. <laughs> You're a mile high. You're a mile high. Oh, you That's less expensive. Oh, wonderful, Bobby. Still, again, even less of a risk than doing, yeah. doing the plane. Very good, Bobby. That was great. All right. <laughs> All right. And they're leaving. Because our <laughs> officials make their way out so they don't have to be on camera again. After this. <laughs> I can't believe we stayed for that one. <laughs> I know, right? Thank you again, gentlemen. Thank Thanks you. Guys for having us. We appreciate it. <laughs> All right, man. St. John's County moving forward with uh, fiscal year 2024 budget and millage rates. Did we talk about this on Friday? No. Mm -hmm. Okay. At the August 1st regular meeting, St. John's County's Board of County Commissioners approved the proposed flat millage rates for the upcoming fiscal year. They also scheduled the first of two public hearings to adopt fiscal year 2024 budget for September 5th, 2023. Uh, to enhance public engagement in the budgeting process, the Office of Management and Budget introduced a new online portal accessible at sjcfl.us slash OMB. Mm. The portal gives residents a transparent path to participate in the budget process. Users can view the budget by specific service areas, access it on their mobile devices, create a customized budget book for sections of interest, and the portal allows users to email or print their customized versions of the budget. I hope you get to show this to commissioners, too, and not just do it for your own mm -hmm. passing of the time. Yeah, millage. <laughs> right, because this stuff is so fun to just do for no actual reason. The proposed fiscal year 2024 budget includes several highlights. The county is estimated to receive a 16.5% increase in taxable value, resulting in an incremental uh, $43.6 million in property taxes for various government services. St. John's County Fire Rescue could see an additional 45 firefighters and five marine rescue positions. That's good. Land Acquisition and Management Program going to receive an extra $1.5 million in funding totaling $2 million for the purchase of conservation lands. St. John's County Public Library System. Uh, here we go. <laughs> it's just lackluster every time we talk about the library. Uh, we'll receive funding to expand its services by an additional 35 hours a week. Oh, so they're staying open longer. Staying open longer. Mm. I don't, for convenience. I don't, know. Mm. I don't know. We could probably... They're studying put that money somewhere else allowing various branch locations to be open on Sundays and Mondays. Let's cut out Sundays. Nobody's going to the library on Sunday. The budget also includes $59 million in state of Florida appropriations for transportation, land conservation, and coastal protection. 
All right. Everybody's still awake? Oh, no. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Millage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You lost me at Lipers. <laughs> <laughs> on Sunday. I lost everybody after the first sentence. Uh, I mean, I think I lost everybody after the headline. Yeah. <laughs> Fiscal year 2024. Exciting. All right. There you go. Um... I do have a sad story to update you on, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, lots of folks asked me over the weekend about a head-on collision that happened in Ponte Vedra Beach over the weekend, and there wasn't many details available until uh, I saw something just this morning um, where I was informed that a 16-year-old resident of St. Augustine tragically uh, lost their life in that head-on collision on A1A at South Ponte Vedra Beach Drive. This according to the Florida Highway Patrol. The incident took place on Thursday around 4 p.m. Pickup truck traveling southbound was struck by the teenager's northbound vehicle after it crossed the center line. Both the driver and the passenger of the truck, a 53-year-old man and woman from Jacksonville, sustained serious injuries in the crash. Uh, And again, that 16-year-old did pass away, unfortunately. They say it's worth noting that all individuals involved in the accident were wearing seat belts. At the time. Uh, so very, very sad. Mm. But did want uh, folks to know about that because got a lot of questions about that over the weekend. Super sad. Yeah, man. Very sad. Um, Troy, how would you like to approach comments here today, sir? I'm going to move through the comments on this Miracle Monday. Okay. Uh, I like that. It is a miracle definitely Monday. a Miracle Monday. Yeah, good call. Oh. As you do that, I will give you our Millennial Monday versions of our next two reads. Listen up, peeps! <laughs> Bates, Yoon, and Floyd been slaying the insurance game and giving folks and businesses in Northeast Florida the ultimate peace of mind for over 40 years. That's the truth. They're total pros when it comes to all kinds of insurance, especially for homeowners. Their small but super dedicated squad works directly for you, their clients. Christy Lawrenson, a.k.a. the stellar St. Augustine advisor, is all about that passion and know-how for insurance, and she's got your back for all your personal insurance needs. Don't miss out. Give them a call or drop by their fresh St. Augustine office right across from the hospital. Get a free checkup of your current policies. Hit them up, 794-5455. Time to secure your future, fam. Ooh. Mm. Also, the Classic Car Museum and Classic Eventage. Get ready to level up your passion game. That's for the flight. That's oh, more okay. for the flight leveling up mm-hmm. your passion game. Well, they have backseats and cars. It's better. They do, but yeah. I don't think they offer this service. Oh, yeah. But you can call uh, Madison at Classic Eventage and just double check on that, I guess. 904 826 7617. Have to imagine they do not offer that. <laughs> Get a load of the sickest uh, collection of lovely restored. <laughs> sickest of Drawing. Magic makers. Stop laughing. <laughs> Which word got you there? <laughs> <laughs> you said loat. Uh, we know what I said. Yeah. Oh, thank you for being a sponsor so long, Classic <laughs> <laughs> We love you We're guys. We're still going to visit you guys. <laughs> Madison you. hitting it out of the park. That 80s event was amazing, by yes. the way. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's an amazing spot. <laughs> when it's time to write your own tale, their event space is the ultimate backdrop for your next big thing. <laughs> Stop. Sorry. Knows how to make your vision come to life with their rad 3,000 square foot venue with an experienced event planner making every little detail shine. Whether it's birthdays or corporate shindigs, they'll add a touch of classic elegance to your special day. Classic Car Museum and Classic Eventage. 
I'm, just, I'm keep getting out of this room. Keep it classy. Keep it classy. It's done. I possibly can. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Troy. What do the comments say, man? All right. So in the comments, uh, the hot dog uh, and Cuban thing, I think we've settled it. Okay. They are a sandwich. Both of them. Yes and yes. Martha's, Martha Stewart says they're a sandwich. Uh-oh. So oh. um, I guess that makes a hamburger also a sandwich. Absolutely. Yeah. And we're taking yeah. the, uh, I mean, obviously a hot dog bun looks less like a sandwich right, to me than, a, qualifies than a, a hamburger, hamburger has to be a sandwich. Definitely qualifies. So, yeah. so, so Earl a sandwich you have earned because that's where it came from. Right. The Earl of oh, Sandwich. Right. Think of it like a department store, and each department has a different class of sandwich. I'm thinking. Mm, okay. Yeah, okay. 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 So it is a sandwich. We have settled that. So we've we've you know solved part of the world's problems today. I feel um, and everyone had great praise and thank you for all the agencies that were involved mm. uh in, in the saving of, of Charlie there. That that was just a, a phenomenal outcome yeah. of something that could have ended very, very poorly. Yeah, so. man. Awesome. Just awesome. I'm still mind blown, man. Yeah. I really am. And yeah, there's only one 12. person in comments that actually likes libraries. Only one. Yeah. Just That's saying, about representative. Yeah. 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 So, and I mean, if you think about it, his boat is smaller than this table we're sitting in front of. Yeah. No yeah. way. Really? Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, just I want wow. to put it in perspective of that's the size, yeah. of, size of the crazy, boat. crazy, man. So crazy. Um, uh, Stodem stat. All right. Stodem stat. Uh, on this day in 1782, um, George Washington created uh, the the merit badge or or the first Purple Heart. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say a little and, sheriff and, badge. And, no, no. <laughs> and and he he designed it in purple with the lace and stuff like that. But only three. Uh, People received it during the Revolutionary War. It was Elijah Churchill, William Brown, and Daniel Bissell Jr. Mm. All right. So then it went away. Mm. And it went away until 1932, February 22nd, 1932. Wow. And it came back with Washington's face on it. And they brought it back because that was the 200th anniversary of George Washington's birthday. Oh, interesting. So the Purple Heart came back at that point, um, but it was like called the Book of Merit or something like that. And, uh, you know, it was it was tried to bring bring back a couple of different times, but it was Douglas MacArthur, uh, famous general um, and the commander that actually brought it back and said we should do it on uh, George Washington's 200th anniversary. Huh. So, so. All right. And thank you for everybody who has a purple heart out there. Oh so, my goodness. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. What an honor. <clears throat> yep. Um, all right. Brought to you by St. Augie's Pizza. Another place you should celebrate George Washington's birthday. And any birthday. Mm. And really any day. Any except day. For Monday. Yeah. <laughs> all right, man. Applause, Troy. Um, hey, it's Monday. Just get your week started right. Davey? Hey, check us out. 3 o'clock this afternoon. We're going to be talking to St. John's uh, Community Pharmacy and how the, the intricacies work within that uh, their new company. Oh, yeah, family yeah. business. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Good deal. Uh, Blake? I'm surprised you haven't mentioned what the anniversary was yet. You teased oh, it. Oh, that's right. Oh, the anniversary. That's Blake, thanks for bringing it back. It is our four-year anniversary of uh, becoming an LLC here this morning. Oh, congratulations, yeah, congratulations everybody. Pretty awesome. Yeah, well, Congratulations. Everybody. Everybody. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Big day. Big day. Huge. Huge. All right. You guys have a great rest of your day. We'll see you at 3 o'clock. Bye-bye.